Good evening, everyone. So, how in the world are you? As our Pastor Mark says. So, uh, tonight um, we can uh, study the Word of God once again, and in spite of uh, what's going on in our world, uh, we thank God for this um, gadget that we can meet together and listen to the Word of God and please continue to pray for me um, the reason why I'm not I did not go to, to church or I record my message because I have a, a little sore throat but no fever just sore throat and um, <clears throat> and also I thank you thank you for your prayers for my mom uh, they discharged her just a while ago me and my wife picked her up and excitedly bring her home and now she's resting sleeping and uh, again I thank you for your prayers uh, as, the, um, as you always say God is good all the time so tonight we will study the Word of God um, we can find our text in Matthew chapter 7 verse 13 to 29 and there will be a lot of verses that uh, we will use to back up my message or my statement. So before I do that, uh, before we dive into our lesson, let's go to the Lord in prayer first. <clears throat> our Father, dear God in heaven, Lord, once again we lift up your name, O Lord. We adore you and we magnify your name. Lord, we uh, confess all our sins, Lord, that are hidden in our heart. Please forgive us, Lord, from all the sins that we have committed against Thee. Forgive us, Lord, for um, the things that uh, we have done against our um, friends, our brothers and sisters, and we thank You, Lord, for, uh, for Thy goodness and mercy to us. Lord, uh, we pray that You will accept our um, adoration unto the Lord, and we know, Lord, that uh, you are the loving Father, loving God, uh, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Lord, we humble ourselves tonight. And once again, Lord, be with me, Lord, as I um, preach the Word of God. May you put words in my mouth. And I pray that they may see you, Lord, in me, not myself, O oh Lord. And thank you, Lord, for using us, Lord, into thy ministry. And once again, we love you, Lord. We glorify thy name. In this name we pray. Amen. So tonight, um, <clears throat> we will study um, in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 to 29. Um, this is uh, one of the uh, parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. But uh, I entitled my message tonight, it's uh, What Will Give You a Life Worth Living? Alright, let's open our Bibles in Matthew chapter 7, verses um, 13 to 29, the Bible says, Enter ye into the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which, which go in, in there eat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, 
but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth uh, forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil, evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good, uh, good fruit is shown, shown down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonder, wonder, wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And verse 24, Therefore, whatsoever heareth this saying of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it, and it, fell, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And verse 26, and everyone that heareth this saying of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And verse 28, And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended this saying, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as scribes. So, in these verses, we told four short parables. Remember that uh, parables is a simply uh, earthly stories with heavenly meaning. And the Bible includes about 40 par parables that Jesus told during his earthly ministry. So, today's uh, parables can help us have a life worth living. But the, uh, the big picture in this scripture and throughout the Sermon of the Mount is the amazing story or amazing authority of Jesus Christ. In verses 28 to 29 says, And it came to pass when Jesus had entered, ended the sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he thought them as one having authority and not as the scribes. So these people were astonished. They were shockingly amazed by what Jesus said. And it, and it shouldn't promise them, you know, like surprise them because they knew they were listening to the one true and humble God himself to become a man. Now, that's why Jesus was able to speak with divine authority. The same original word for authority is often translate, translated as power in our Bibles. So in Matthew chapter 9 verse 6 where Jesus said, <clears throat> But that ye may know the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sin, then saith he to seek uh, of the palsy, Arise, take up their bed, and go unto, the, unto thine house. And that's exactly what that paralyzed man did. 
So this word for authority is also the same word in Matthew 28:18, where Jesus said, All power, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20 to 22 tells us that God the Father raised Jesus uh, which he, uh, in verse 20, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. And verse 21, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in which to come. And Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 tells us that, for him dwelleth all the fullness of the, of the Godhead bodily. No wonder these people were so amazed of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Acts 10.36 tells us that Jesus Christ is the Lord of all. Our risen Savior is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He is always in control. Even when it comes to the cross, Jesus was, is in control. In John 10.17-18, Jesus said, Therefore, Doth my father love me because I lay down my life that I may take it again? In verse 18, no man taketh it from me, but I lay it down for myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received from my father. So, <clears throat> Jesus Christ, the ultimate authority, and the more really, uh, the more we really listen to him, the more we will submit ourselves to Him and begin to do things. So He tells us to do the things that He wants us to do. That will give us a life worth living. See, if we obey the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, and we know how to pray for it, and whatever we ask, the Lord will give it to us. You know, in <clears throat> I only have four points tonight. Okay, uh, I will not take you... I will not uh, take long, okay, um, I promise, alright, this will take only half an hour, maybe. So, <clears throat> in, in my first point here, let Jesus put you on the right road in life. Okay, we can see that in verses 13 to 14. Jesus wants to help you to find the right road in life. That's why in verse 13 to 14, He tells us to enter into the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many there be which go in the thereat. So because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. Now, in other words, of all many ways we could go in life, you know, there is only one right way. There is only one right way. There is only way that works. There is only one way that will go us alive with living. So there is only one way that will give us eternal life. And that is the way of Jesus. The way to Jesus. Okay? In John 14, 6, the Bible says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father, but by me. So this is also why in John 3, 36, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth in him. 
Now, <clears throat> if we continue searching the Word of God in John 8, you know, uh, John 8, chapter 12, Jesus said this here, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk, walk in darkness, but shall have light of life. Then Jesus said again unto them in verse 21, I go my way, and ye shall seek me, and ye shall die in your sins. Whither I go, ye cannot, ye cannot come. In first, verse 22, said then, So then the Jews, will he kill himself? Asking themselves, because he saith, Whither I go, ye cannot come. And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am uh, not I am not of this world, Jesus said. You know, and verse 24, I said, Therefore unto you, that ye shall die in your sins, for if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sin. So in, let's continue in John 10. Jesus said, verse 7 to 11, the Bible says, I am, I am the door of the sheep, and all that even came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did <coughs> excuse me <coughs> the, the sheep did not hear them i am the door he said by me if any man that enter in he will be saved and shall go in the out of fine pastures the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy i am i am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. In verse 11, I am the good shepherd, he said. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So there is only one right way to find a life worth living. It's the same way that will take you to heaven. And the way is Jesus Christ. So a lot of misguided people are like the man who said, Getting to heaven is like um, getting to Boston. You know, who likes to go to Boston or any places that you want to go? You know, there are many roads that will get you there. Have you experienced that kind of uh, 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 answer, you know, when you share the gospel? And they will tell you, oh, they're all the same way. You know, we, we will meet in, in one way anyway, even though I go to the left or to the right, you go straight. We will meet in one way. No, that's wrong. There are many roads that will get you there, but a wise Christian told him, no, getting to heaven is much more like flying into Boston Airport, okay? The pilot has to land that plane on just that run, uh, right runway at just the right speed, at just the right time, and at just the right angle. So, there is only one way to land that plane, okay? And there is only one way to get to heaven. There is only one way to have a life worth living and that Jesus Christ makes you sure are on the right road in life. Alright, in, in my next point here, let Jesus warn you about false prophets. So this is very, uh, very dangerous. You know, uh, that's why Jesus Christ... Um, uh, give us a heads up on this one in verse 15 to 20. This is what the Lord did in verse 15 to 20. Jesus said, Beware, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruit. 
Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good if every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. And verse 19, Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast in the fire. And verse 20, Wherefore by their fruits ye shall know ye shall know them. Okay. So Jesus warned us the uh, about false prophets because he knew that until God makes the new heaven and the new earth in Revelation chapter 21, there will always be people trying to lead others into destruction. There are people still trying to lead others away from the Lord. So the situation is worse in our nation today uh, than ever before. In the name of anything that goes on, you know, the tolerance or misguided love, the intellectualism, False teachers are leading people down the path of destruction. That's why Jesus warned us about in, in, this, in this verse. So one of the worst examples is found in our prestigious universities. Okay? Most of them were actually founded to train Christian preachers. So Harvard University was established in 1636. And their statements of purpose from 1642 basically said that every student's main aim is to know Jesus Christ, okay? And to recognize that Christ is the foundation of all learning. Well, you know, it, all, it also demanded that all students, okay, exercise themselves in reading the scriptures twice a day and be ready to give an account of their prophecy in God's word. Wow, well, that's good. Now, can you imagine the hate field, how that would take a place in administration enforce those spiritual rules today? You know, some of the students would want to burn the place to the ground. So what happened to Harvard? What happened to Harvard? It was taken over by the false teachers, enemies of the cross, and you must beware of false prophets. It's not only in Harvard, it's everywhere. You know, everywhere you go, false prophets, false teachings are, are everywhere. You know, how can we know the difference? How can we know the difference? What is the measuring stick? Here in verse 15 to 20, Jesus tells us that the measuring stick is their fruits. You know, fruitful of their lives, fruitfulness of their lives, I'm sorry. That's why some of the old preachers used to say we have to be a fruit inspector okay we have to be a fruit inspectors and the new testament shows us at least four kinds fruit in christian life okay number one the first is holiness and godness and goodness i'm sorry the character of jesus christ okay Holiness and goodness. This is the character of <clears throat> Jesus Christ. In Romans 6.22, tells Christians, But now, being made free from sin and become slaves to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. And in Galatians 5.22-23, tells us that, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, 
and temperance, against us there is no law. And in Ephesians 5, 9 says, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Okay, then the second one. The second one is kind. Kind of Christian fruit is our financial giving. Okay, we just heard a, um, a lot of uh, messages in our uh, missions conference. You know, they are... <coughs> Excuse me. They are very encouraging. You know, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 15, Paul says, I mean, 4, verse 15 to 17. I'm sorry. Now, ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, ye sent aid once again for my necessity. In verse 17, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruits that may abound to your account. <clears throat> and third one, the kind, the kind, uh, the third one is the kind of Christian fruit is our heartfelt praise to God. Okay? Who like to praise the Lord Jesus Christ here, no matter what happened? You know, in Hebrews 13, 15 says, By Him, therefore, let us offer let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Not only when you feel like it. Not only when you have time. Continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to His name. So God wants us, <clears throat> God wants all of us to be intentional about praising Him. You know, praise Him when you first get up in the morning. Praise Him in the shower. Well, you, you know, while you're taking a shower, sing a praise to the Lord. Praise Him on the way to work. Praise Him when you lay down at night. Praise Him when you open your mail. You know, praise Him anywhere you go. Praise the Lord. Praise Him because He is always worthy of our praise. Praise Him because it will cheer you up and ease, and ease your worries. And praise the Lord because of all your heartfelt praise is a spiritual fruit in your life. You know, I really praise God for, for our church because uh, our church is a uh, mission-minded church. You know, uh, it really uh, look for our missionary and care for their, uh, for their needs. And that's why uh, even though our church is, is, uh, <clears throat> is a small church, not a mega church, but the Lord is still blessing our church. That's why... Praise God for all these things. All to glory, all glory to God. And the fourth one is the fourth kind of fruit is the one we think of the most. And what is that? You know, and that is reaching more people for Jesus Christ. Is that what you're thinking the most? You know, <clears throat> it is it is spreading the good news of forgiveness and eternal life through the cross of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, in John John 4, in chapter 4, verse 35 to 36, Jesus said, Say not, say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and look on the fields, for they are white and, and ready to harvest. And verse 36, And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal. But both he that um, soweth, and he that reapeth may rejoice together <clears throat> you know in our bible study we are 
in the witnessing uh, uh, topic. You know, um, from there, you know, we can learn a lot of way how to witness. Um, I, I shared one time to them, I always use um, um, in my, my personal uh, testimony in, in, in order for me to begin uh, how, uh, to share the gospel to them. Um, one time at work, uh, when, <clears throat> when our company got hacked, you know, we are down like for almost a month. You know, there's nothing to do because we can't uh, open our computers. They change all the hard drives, every computers that we have. You know, and one time I had this, um, um, the Holy Spirit con convicts me, you know, to share the gospel to my co-worker, which is, uh, he's, uh, he's from Korea. He came, he came here to, to the U.S. for training in three months. So, so while we were just sitting around and I talked to him, because um, I always have a gospel track in front of me in my office. So then I, I shared him the word of God and asked him, you know, uh, if he's sure um, if he's going to heaven or hell. And I explained about him, about heaven and hell. And then he said, oh, I want to go to heaven with a Korean accent. I want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven. You know, and then, okay, then, you know, I explained to him how to go to heaven. Then, of course, and I was about to give him a, um, I said, if you want to go to heaven, then we, uh, let's have this prayer, you know, and pray, uh, pray that uh, this prayer is yours and repeat after me. Then, again, the, the devil is, you know, uh, and doesn't want to, us to do that, but so there are distractions came in. Okay, and then then we stop. Then <clears throat> hopefully that uh, I so I gave him the gospel and Said this is what I have explained to you. And you know when you have, when you go to your hotel, when you buy yourself, and this is the Lord's prayer. You know and pray for this. And so so as a Christian, God wants all of us to have fruitful Christian lives. And here the Lord tells us that fruitfulness is the measuring stick. To protect us from false teacher okay so fruitfulness is the measuring stick to protect us from false teachers so we should only follow people who have evidence of godly fruit in their lives because these are the people who are to following who are to following the lord okay now put it in the other way Okay, let's put it the other way. We should run away from people who leads us away from Jesus. Run away from them. And we should follow people who leads us closer to Jesus. Right? Isn't it nice? Now, thank God we've got good people like that in our lives. Okay? Um, I'm sure uh, there, there are a lot of people like that in our lives. Okay? Mentionally, uh, let me mention our church itself. There's a lot of them already, okay? You don't, you don't have to go anywhere. I mean, uh, what if I'm not out of church, your brother Robert? You know, your family, your, your, your kids or your brothers or your sisters. You know, we've got, we've got the heroes of faith we can find in the Bible. You know, we can also look up to devoted Christians down through history who took a strong stand to the Lord. <clears throat> you know, on top of that, on top of that, um, we've got the every heroes we know personally, okay? Other Christians 
who have inspired us to trust and obey our Lord. So, but best of all, we've got Jesus Christ Himself. So, let Jesus warn you about false prophets. And number three, okay, see, I told you, I will, I will not take long, okay? Number three points, let Jesus give you a real relationship with God, okay? Let Jesus give you a real relationship with God. In verse 21 to 23, okay, do we really know the Lord in a personal way? Okay, we may say, I know the Lord. Yes, you know the Lord, uh by your mouth but you know the lord uh from your heart you know we need to make sure jesus showed us how important this is in verses 21 to 23 and there he said you know not everyone that saith unto me lord lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven you know, many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Wow, di ba nakakahiya yun? Sabihin sa atin ng Panginoon yan. You know, we are pretending that we are, you know, Christians, but they don't see it in our works. They don't see it in our life. You know, but the, when when we when we meet Jesus and He will tell us, "Depart from me, I never knew you." You know, there are so many very crucial truths for us to see in the verses. Okay, and then I have another sub points here. Number one, it's not enough to just say that Jesus is say that Jesus is our Lord. It's not enough. You know, when we know this, because. Because in verse 21, Jesus said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he, okay, but those who do the will of the Father in heaven. It's not enough to say that Jesus is our Lord. And number two, and we can never be saved by our good works. We all know that, okay? We can never, save, uh, never be saved by our good works. Okay, <clears throat> so people in verse 22, through that day, had earned their way into heaven by their good works. So, that's why they said, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name cast, I mean, have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? You know, but in verse 23, Jesus declared to them, I never knew you, depart from me ye that work iniquity. So we can never be saved by our good works. We can never be saved by our own good works. Even if we could do all the amazing things the apostle could do, heal, heal the sick, you know, and raise the dead, none of those wonders would get us into heaven. So by the way, Judas Iscariot could do all those things and he was never saved. You know, not even for a moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the only way to the, the only way for anyone to be saved is through the through the merciful love of God. So we must be saved by His gift of grace, or we won't be saved at all. That's why. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> That's why in Ephesians. 
Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. The Bible says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that's not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But why does salvation have to be by God's grace? You know, a lot of people are asking that. Why, why does salva salvation have to be by grace? You know, because, because God is completely holy and His standard is perfect. Righteousness, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a little better than the other one or even lot a lot better than someone else's. You're still guilty of sin. You're still condemned. You know, that's why we need to be saved by grace. So the person who jumps halfway across the Grand Canyon ends up just as dead as the person who only jumped eight feet out from the cliff. The same thing. You know, they both fall a mile to the bottom. So that's why we must depend on Christ's perfect righteousness to make us righteous with God. So our goodness will never be enough. Our goodness will never be enough. We can't make it to heaven by even with our most outstanding attempt at good behavior. <clears throat> all that matters is that Christ fulfilled all our God's requirement. Okay? And He gave His life on the cross to pay for our sins. That's grace. That's what you call grace. And we must be saved by God's grace through faith in Christ Jesus. You know, we all, we all know this, the acrostic word, uh, the acrostic uh, word for grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. And number three, <clears throat> but, but true salvation will produce good works in our lives. This is uh, the sub uh, point number three, okay? But true salvation will produce good works in our lives so we know we know this because in um, in verse 21 the Bible says not everyone who says to me Lord Lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven but when he about uh, but he who does the will of my father in heaven so true salvation will produce good works in our lives Paul also made this truth a uh, made it clear in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, okay? Where he said, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Okay, so, so Christian, the bottom line is, is this. If we have received the risen Christ, the, our Lord and Savior, <clears throat> then yes, we are saved and a saved people. And as saved people, we must continue to turn away from the sin in our lives and start doing all good we can, okay? All good by, <clears throat> by the grace of Jesus Christ. But only Jesus can give us up, can give us an everlasting relationship with God. So the Bible uses, um, uses human relationship to help us understand God's desire for us to have a personal relationship with Him. So the church is called the Bride of Christ. Jesus wants us to be His friend, His best friend, okay? BFF, kumbaga, okay? And God the Father wants to be our Heavenly Father. This is the heart of Christianity. 
God the Father wants to have a close personal relationship for you and for me with us through His Son, Jesus Christ. So nothing could possibly more important. Okay? But listen. Listen to this. To what Jesus said when He was speaking to His Heavenly Father in John 17 verse 3. <clears throat> the Bible says, And this is a life eternal that they might know Thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom Thou hast sent. Listen to the Lord and let Him give you all a real relationship with God. So listen to God. Listen to the Lord. Okay? And He will give you a real relationship with God. And my last point here, number four, let Jesus help you build your life on a firm foundation. Okay? In verses 24 to 29. Alright? The Bible says, here, here Jesus help us with another short parables here. Okay? In verses 24 to 27. But <clears throat> here, the, here what Jesus said. Therefore, whosoever heareth this saying of mine and doeth them, I will liken him to a wise man which build his house upon the rock. And, um, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Now, everyone that heareth this saying of mine, and doeth them not, shall be like unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And verse 7, and, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat that house, and it fell, and great was fall of it. So every, everyone, everybody is building a house with their life. And every house will be, <clears throat> will be battered by storms. You know, all of us will, will, um, will face storms in our life. Great storms. Not because we are already saved. Not because we are a child of God. We will, we, will, we will be free from all of this. You know, even the Lord Jesus Christ when He was on earth. You know, He experienced all this. So, we as a Christian, we must be ready. We must be... Um, we must be uh, build our house, you know, our foundation to the Lord Jesus Christ. So when we face these uh, big trials or big storms in our life, uh, we, can, we can always say, you know, my foot is standing on the rock of Jesus Christ. So we can, we can avoid a lot of trouble by wise and godly living. But storms will hit every family, will hit every believer, will hit every life, and will hit every heart you know every house will go through storms okay every house will go through storms that's why the foundation is so important okay what are you building on god god's word is the only rock solid foundation that will last forever you know as jesus said in matthew 24 verse 35 the bible says heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall not pass away so church you know we can always stand on the word of god a young father <clears throat> this is an illustration a young father saw his two years old daughter carrying his bible by the case's handle so she dragged it in front of all in front of the tall table that they have and as he was about to take it away from her she took the bible and laid it on the floor then she stood on it and reach up to take something from the tall table. You know, 
in that moment the father think you know it says it says that it was if the lord spoke to that child you know said if you would take my word bring it where you need and stand on it you'll reach things you could not reach before okay now so christian the same things is true to us the same thing is true to us and when the waves comes crashing we can always stand on the rock of the solid rock of god's word and my conclusion tonight god wants to give us a life worth living and he will but there is only one way to get in in it and that is through the man who preached the sermon of the mount jesus christ is the only son of god who died on the cross for our sins and rose again to conquer death forever so jesus is the lord of all he is the lord of his heavenly armies he is the lord of glory he is the lord of peace he is the king of kings and lord of lords and jesus is the the only savior of the world you must put <clears throat> put trust in him and receive jesus christ as your lord and savior so we i mean he will give you all he will forgive all of your sins and and give you all life last everlasting then keep listening to the lord be amazed at who he is and what he has done so learn from jesus follow him love him and do the things that he tells us to do that will give us the only life worth living i hope this uh, simple message uh, would uh, bless our hearts and i hope we learn something from it and and apply it in our daily life and again um, there are things that jesus christ wants us to do and the most important thing here is to spread the gospel and tell him about and tell the world about our savior thank you very much and good night but before we do that let's go to lord in prayer <clears throat> our dear god and loving father lord we uh thank you for this time that you have used me lord and i pray lord that uh you will continue lord to teach us lord to um to win souls for christ you will only continue lord to teach us uh to give what belongs to thee and lord i pray lord um <clears throat> may you may your grace always be uh always abound in our life oh lord and and again lord i pray lord that uh, as uh, you as you use us lord in this world this sinful world lord may may they know jesus lord and use us mightily lord as the instrument and lord i pray lord that uh, your name always be lifted up lord, whatever we do and wherever we go in this world thank you for your loving grace and please guide us as we depart from this place in jesus name we pray amen and amen thank you very much and good night